Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john Brady. and uh, and yes you can tell by the tone on our voice we're not happy this week because <laughs> blame it on jd <laughs> it's <laughs> We had to fulfill JD's promise and finish off our Superman 3 talk with Superman 4. So, of course, joining us again from the Gorilla Brain podcast, the one and only 8-Bit Ray. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you, sir. And thank you for acknowledging the one and only, because there is only one me. Appreciate that. Yes. And then joining us from the Omega Level Nerds podcast, the often imitated, but never duplicated. And not the one and only. D square, how are you? <laughs> doing awesome, sir. Had a had a great week. Had a great week. Yeah. So, how's everyone doing? Let's, let's see how everyone is uh, doing with this cold weather and Christmas coming and Thanksgiving and how many fights over gravy were there? <laughs> let's start with. Sorry, good. Let's start. Start with Don. Since you said you had a great week. Yeah. Yeah, we had our. We had two Thanksgivings, so that's always nice. And the second Thanksgiving, my sister did not time the turkey right, so the turkey wasn't done until basically after we were done eating, but there was ham there, which I'm actually trying to advocate us just doing ham from now on in the family because, I mean, turkey's okay, but I don't know. I, I want ham as the new Thanksgiving feast. So we did that and a bunch of fishing. I was actually out there fishing today in this cold, so enjoying it, loving it. All right, so you're anti-American because you want ham over turkey. I get it. I get it. Hey, that that's all right. How about you, Ray? How was your Thanksgiving? Well, since I'm not the one and only anymore, I also had two Thanksgivings and a half one today. I've had a couple Thanksgivings. First one was the Spanish one. We did it. My mother-in-law's across the field. And then the second one we did Friday. So we got the turkey, the gravy, the cranberries, all that good stuff. And then earlier for lunch, I had leftovers on my leftovers. So two and a half Thanksgivings out of the year is not a bad thing. No, it is not. Yeah, I must have a lot to be thankful for. Oh, absolutely. I'm thankful that I get to watch Superman three and four back to back <laughs> and come on here and talk about it. Oh, man. That's what you're so grateful much. for? How horrible was the rest of your your year? I mean, hey, hey, keep this up and we're going to go right to social media madness. Okay? <laughs> uh, all right. I have been chastised. Well, well, <laughs> well, John, since you are the expert on, on things that are horrible, how was your week? 
My brother-in-law put the gravy boat down, took a step back and with a glint in his eye, said, this is all the gravy there is. And the ensuing fight with my family was epic. <laughs> so on top of that, I did go with my three nephews, three of three of my nephews to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife again. And and it, it still holds up. I'm going to probably go see it again before it's out of theaters, maybe, or, or I'll, you know, if, if they put it out on demand immediately or soon, I'll probably watch it at least once more time. One, one more time. It, it's still, it's still great. All three of my nephews, one's 13, one's 11, one's six. They all loved it. So, you know, kudos all around to like everybody involved with that show. Are their names Huey, Dewey and Louie? No, I just, I just call minions and they come running. So. Oh, okay, okay. It's a missed opportunity not to be. <laughs> I know. I'm still confused on the on the uh, problem with the gravy. How do you not have enough gravy? Like, that was it was, Ethiopian Thanksgiving? What, once we cleaned up the bodies, that's what we asked my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is on tonight. That's all I'm going to say. How about it? <laughs> How about you, JD? Gravy is disgusting, so it wouldn't be a fa- wouldn't be a problem in my house. Um, oh my god, it's gross. It's all gross, and it's full of gluten, and it's not tasty, and it's terrible, and it's everything wrong with food. So <laughs> would not have been would not have been an issue for me. Thanksgiving was fine. It was fine, no problems. Uh, let's talk about what's important. We, my wrestling team, started this the week off fifth in the state. We wrestled the fourth ranked team in the state, beat them by fifty points. We end the weekend ranked 35th in the country. So nice. I'm feeling really freaking good about that at the moment. So yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> Family is whatever. Wrestling. Whatever. Wrestling, wrestling season is here. Wait, wait. Didn't you take your son to see a movie for oh, the yeah, first time? Oh, yeah, that's right. We had a big emotional bonding experience that I forgot about. Um <laughs> against the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we went and saw Ghostbusters. My wife and I took Andy to his first movie. He had never been to theater before. We had a big, long talk about it. And because I want to take him to a wrestling show too, a pro wrestling show later, later in the winter. And so we decided to take him to a movie, see if he could actually sit through it. Cause he's got some ants in the pants issues and he was great. He sat through the whole movie. He had his sour patch kids and his apple juice. And I checked in on him in the middle of the movie. He goes, dad, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> And then he kept asking me for spoilers after a while. He's like, what's going to happen here? Is Egon a ghost? You know, like he just kept, he, was, <laughs> he had a blast. He loved going to the movies. I actually enjoyed Ghostbusters the second time around even more yeah. than I did the first. Like I picked up on some stuff. It's really a well-made movie. And the more I watch it, the more I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it does owe a lot more to other movies of the era. Like you like, like Gremlins or a werewolf, American Werewolf in London, stuff like that like thematically and visually yeah. more so than, than it does to Ghostbusters, right? It really very much is a different movie with a lot of the same undertones. And it's it's more much more of a quote-unquote family story than the first film, you know? So oh, yeah. Movie. I had a great time. Good weekend. Yeah. And if, if you're, if, if Andy can sit through it, my six-year-old nephew can just sit through it where, you know, normally, normally I'm very aware that he's there. I, I mean, we sat down, we watched the movie and I got up and it's like, you know, that was it. Like he never moved. Yeah. So that's my guy came and sat in my lap twice. And other than that, you know, yeah, I liked it. So I mean, it wasn't like that was an issue. Like he was, he was really good. So I, I, I was really proud of him. So I'm going to get to take him to a wrestling show and we'll see how that goes. You know, nice. Yeah. 
That's a little longer than a movie, isn't it? About three hours. Yeah. We'll see how so. he handles it. You know, it's a lot louder. You know, it's a lot more. I don't know, a lot more people. Like, and that, that's another. It's a lot more energy. It's a lot more energy too. A lot more energy. A lot. We'll see yeah. how. But he's got a lot more energy. So we'll, see <laughs> um, well, I mean, at a wrestling show, you're supposed to get up out of right. your seat for your people. So it's not so much a big thing that he would. No. You know, be a little no. eccentric there, you know. It isn't. It isn't. I'm worried about him wanting to wrestle me in the middle of the show. Like, <laughs> I'd be Let's more wrestle more and get all excited. That's <laughs> my. That's my. About him jump in the barricade. That's a concern. That's a concern. You know, that's why I made sure we got at the highest seats possible. You know, there you go. To, to deter him from jumping. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that works. Dave, how was your weekend? Pretty good. Had to went to my brother-in-law's for Thanksgiving this year, and we're on our way down, and just talking about like, oh, I got you know, because he picked me up a little later than he said he was going to, and then he was like, I'm like, oh, so I guess the turkey's already in the oven. No. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you have everything for the stuffing? And I'm like, I was rattling off the ingredients. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh, I forgot, you know, this. I forgot that. And then uh, did we lose JD? No. Okay. And then, so long story short, I ended up having to make the stuffing because none of them remembered <laughs> how my mother-in-law used to make it. And 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 then, and and I made the gravy, JD. I'm sorry. And yes, there was flour in it, so you couldn't have any. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. You can't mimic like elders' recipes, right? Like my grandmother would say, make a tea. Oh, put a pinch of salt or a pinch of sugar. Like a pinch? What 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 measurement is a pinch? They're okay, Italian. The those are Italian measurements. <laughs> it is. Right. Very much so. So but yeah, no, I mean we had a good time though. We all enjoyed ourselves. Ate way too much as usual. And of course we had leftovers two days <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, other than that, started my Christmas shopping. Ugh. Hate this time of year. <laughs> the, the between holiday shopping. So I'm a bad person. I choose to do all my shopping on Amazon because I just don't want to deal with people. Oh, see, no, see, like yesterday, this is a here's a local reference that John's the only one that's going to get. My girlfriend and I went to New Hope and did some Christmas shopping there. The movie, the the Star Wars. Yeah, it's a Star Wars. No, no, no it's no. a town of Pennsylvania. It's a town of Pennsylvania. It's about uh, an hour north of Philadelphia, and it's like one of those old-fashioned kind of towns, like and Main Street, and it's just all these little independent stores, and you go up and down, and, and you do oh, shopping okay. there. There's good shopping all the time there, but during Christmas, it's you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I mean, everyone had all the Christmas stuff out too, and it was a lot of little toy shops I could get stuff for my grandkids. So, yeah, no, it was fun, but it was you know, it's being a little too social. Okay. So. <laughs> so when i it, when i think of being social i think of social media madness no not feeling the segue I, nice try. I, I didn't do it i didn't do it it wasn't me okay so first off we talked about uh, kevin feige announced that scarlett johansson is coming back for a secret marvel project uh, we asked our audience what they thought it could be and call me tony who's at wooder hall pro Okay, uh, said this announcement comes at roughly the same time as confirming significant reshoots for the Doctor Strange sequel. Does that mean anything? No. Who knows? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Doctor Strange is is wrapped. Not wrapped, but it's it's a majority done. They're they're not going back for any reshoots. Why do we? Why are we still? No, no. They, what reshoots are like every all these movies have significant reshoots. Yeah, I know. You know, the script's not even done when they're making them. They're still writing these things as it goes. Like they don't know what these things are. Agreed. Yeah, we've we that's we've talked about that before. Yeah. Like 
anytime reshoots in the last couple of years happens, they like make a big deal. But I think because of what happened with Justice League, but it's like no, yeah. all all these movies have reshoots. The, the OD. Only, oh, go ahead. The only reason I would think that reshoots would make any kind of difference these days is because Black Panther two has been pushed off because what's her name. Tisha, right? She got yeah, hurt. She, she, yeah, but really hurt. Like apparently worse than they let on. Oh, and they've, I didn't they've, hear that. They've uh, suspended production. It's, she was the one who didn't want to get the COVID vaccine, right? She was anti. Uh, yeah, she's anti-vax and mask and everything. So they're kind of did, trying to. Did she get it? That Is that, was that what happened? Did she actually catch the thing? No, Don't no, know. no. She got hurt doing a stunt. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. yeah. Did we talk about that on the show? No, no, no. no. I think we I, mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't really talk about it. Not not at length. Well, that's different, right? Like if yeah. a cast member gets crippled or something like that on yeah. set, you gotta but, you gotta rebuild. Right. But the, the thing is with Black Panther, like since these are shown in a certain order, if they've suspended Black Panther two yet again, that's you know, they might reshoot whatever else they're working on to work around plot neither, points that they're neither remind you the Doctor Strange is supposed to be at like almost two years ago at yeah. this point. So well, here we are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The ODPH podcast said Thunderbolts slash Dark Avengers project to try saving Yelana. I'll be honest with you. If we can do Thunderbolts, I'm on board with that. Yes. I think we've we've said that. We have talked about that. I like the Busick version, but I also think Mm -hmm. the Bendis slash Ellis version would be cool. Because that's just basically Marvel's Suicide Squad. But I do like the... I have a soft spot for the Busick Ray likes Bendis, don't you? Don't don't start. (laughs) Don't start which I have to like Bendis because, like, he's from Cleveland, so I just I have to. Oh, rep is, Bendis, it, is that a rule? I like Bendis. Not all of his stuff, but I like. A lot well, of his stuff. I mean that's true. It's because like if you're from Philly, you have to like Will Smith. Yeah, right. well, Jeffrey Dahmer was from fucking Ohio. Aren't you from Ohio, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> I like him too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, John Wayne Gacy grew up in my mom's neighborhood, so you know. I really appreciate Jeez. his work. Respect. From Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you understand there's a stark difference between Bendis and uh, someone that ate yeah. people. Yeah. That's true. Dahmer, you know, he only had a certain body least, count. Ben, Bendis kills universes and comic right. Whole right. universes. He, does. A little he, bit. Has, he has killed a lot of characters. So when you say, say it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a body count. That's you true. ever read, uh, what was it, Ultimatum? Was it Ultimatum where he killed was, everybody? Uh, Ultimatum was uh, that was Loeb. He had like blob eating wasp, didn't he? Am I remembering that correctly? Jeez. Yeah, that was Jeff. That was Jeff Loeb who did that one. Oh yeah, yeah. man. No, and Bendis I, came in. It was a five-parter. It like pretty much ended the Ultimate Universe, and he killed that. everybody. Like you know, we need to end the world. Let's bring Bendis in. Yeah, <laughs> we need to end DC Comics. Let's get Bendis over here. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's a herald. <laughs> and then truth. Finally, Mike Rez, blue check mark in parentheses. That's <laughs> funny. I like that. Said, uh, said Bizarro Black Widow. <laughs> I think he's confusing his universes yeah. there. Slightly. Slightly, yes. A little bit. But, well, they said she wasn't going to be playing Black Widow, so there you go. Bizarro Black Widow. Oh, that was bad. Uh, we talked about the announcement of Ridley Scott doing a Blade Runner TV show. We all oh, said why yes that was our collective, our collective no i'm just saying fuck ridley scott i'm not a, i'm not a fan right now yeah I was, I was until he started running his fucking mouth yeah I, i'll agree love the alien stuff but i even i saw his last movie the last duel with adam he, driver he put out two movies. 
and they both yeah. failed. Yeah, yeah. So he's yep. taking and, out and he's blaming it. Yeah, out. yeah, he's blaming it on everybody. Smartphones. He's blaming it on millennials. And yeah. yeah. Like, what a great hill to die on. Hey, you know the thing everyone loves and has and camps we can't live without? Fuck that. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know that device that you just sent that tweet on, Ridley Scott? Right. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> right. Well, it's funny. It's him blaming people like his work is the equivalent of like Kubrick or something like that. Like he made nothing but smart films his whole life. Come on, man. That's not true. He made Alien. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's what he was doing. Like he acts like he was Kubrick or something like that. Yeah, he wishes. I, I appreciate really Scott for all the work that he's put in over the years. I think uh, when you get when you get to a certain level of full of yourself. Oh yeah. And he's old. He's in his 80s for God's sakes. Like kudos to the man for continuing to work at this level, but he's an old crabby man. Like who cares? I think our good friend uh, Randy Savage said it best when he said, "I'll probably still watch all those shitty superhero things he hates." Mm-hmm. Before I even consider turning on Banging Androids Volume 5 or whatever he's calling it now. <laughs> that's a great joke, actually, because that's perfect. Mm. We love you, Randy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, we reviewed Ghostbusters Afterlife last week. And I my only minor complaint about the movie was continuing the flat top <laughs> look <laughs> from... Uh, for Gozer from the original Ghostbusters, and this guy D Square chimed in and said, "That guy." They kept the hair so that Pete could call her Flat Top. My favorite line in the movie. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. Loved it. He said the same thing in the first one, and as soon as I saw her, she still had the old '80s, you know, hairdo going on. I'm like, I gotta hear it. And sure enough, the first thing you hear out of any original Ghostbusters, Peter Bateman saying, "Hey, Flat Top." Right on cue. I loved it. And it still took Ray a second to say yes, he was a god. Right, yes. <laughs> Ray, when any someone asks you if you're a god, you, just you look say bad. yes. Ah, favorite. That's my favorite line from the first movie. All right. Well, that, guys, is it for Social Media Madness this week. So John can unclench. And <laughs> oh, I can, tur- I can turn my earphones on now? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> And if you want to know how you can follow us on social media and be part of Social Media Madness and follow some other great podcast, here's our good friend D Squared to tell you more. Oh, wait. It's <laughs> Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there... You can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. So let it just, you know... Roll.
All right. Well, thanks for that, Don. And while you're actually here, why don't you tell people where they can find the Omega Level Nerds podcast? Yes. Well, the first thing you would need to do is go on Twitter at Omega Level Nerds, and our profile is right there. Our YouTube link on the profile. So follow that. We don't have 100 subscribers yet, so yeah, I can't give you a personal URL, but please uh, check us out there. You can also check out my personal YouTube page. Again, going to have to go to Twitter at DSquare72, link in the profile. I have done a little bit of rebranding. I'm now the Comics and Gamer Boomer, and I actually put out like a five-minute Symphony of the Night video, and let me tell you, for me, it was a pretty big video, so I might be Symphony the Night Boomer. We'll, we'll see about that. But So if you could, just want to take this time to ask a favor of anyone. If you could go there and give me some subscribes, that would be awesome. Thank you very much in advance. We're Gen Xers. We're not boomers. Come on. I don't know. We're boomers <laughs> to the right people. We're, we're, we're boomers <laughs> to the right people. Yeah, we're boomers know. to anyone who don't understand. I don't know about you guys. I'm a millennial. Oh, screw when you, JD. You are you are the what's wrong with this wrong? <laughs> Dad, Ray, is that you? And Ray, while you're here, why don't you tell people where they can find the Gorilla Brain podcast? Oh, I'm not revealing my age to anybody. <laughs> At old, huh? Okay. 85. Me. What, what does that put me in? Millennial or it puts you younger than me. That's all you need to know. Gen X. It puts you whatever classification some fucking website puts out there one day. Yeah, Gen, X, true. Gen X. Gen X Zoom Millennial. That's what I'll go as. Okay. I'm right in the middle. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those amazing little podcast apps and catchers that this this distribute the show. Yeah. So I mean, if you like if you like movie commentaries and things like that, interesting in depth interviews and you know just a variety hour of things, then definitely stop on by and check it out. Give us subscribe. Give a five star review, as Joey DeCarlo would say. And yeah, man, check out the Twitch channel Eight Bit Ray, where I will not be streaming Symphony of the Night for that call flown. And <laughs> and that's about it. So back to you, Dave. All right. Well. Now that you have other great podcasts to check out, before we move on, we're going to take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Ba -ba -ba -ba, I'm loving it. We're back. Should Race. not have put rum. Should not have put rum in this green tea. <laughs> hey, he's stealing my stick. I was going to say, John, a bad idea. I had a glass of wine be just before we came on, so I, I should have brought the the good whiskey. But uh, all right, I mean, it's only Superman four. Jeez, you ain't got to go that hard. All right, we only have a we only have a couple of news articles to talk about this week because we got to really get into the Superman four stuff. The first one being DC has has a new movie coming to the theaters next year. I know that we've all been looking forward to this guys it is uh the dc league of the super pets is that like fucking paw patrol what is that <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Did, did you guys have a chance hey look it's it stars you know the greatest action comedy duo of our generation uh, the is? rock and kevin hart no. so i mean it's the voices of dogs so i know you guys are gonna shit on this but i got a five-year-old that's super fired up to watch this movie. No, so I know. We're not the target audience. I'm going to have to sit through this eventually, but it'll mildly entertain me. And at some point, I need Henry Cavill to tell Black Adam that he sounds like his dog. Right? <laughs> Don't we need that? Doesn't that, doesn't that write itself? Yeah. 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 Well, you, you for, for most normal 
humans, but the writers at Warner. I mean, it's they, there. I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, they're gonna. Isn't it weird that Dwayne Johnson becomes the first person to be two characters in the DC universe? Oh my god! I didn't you even know? think of it that way until you just said it. Huh. He's, he's crypto and Black Adam. Yes. Yes. I mean, but I don't. I don't think this movie's connected to the larger DC universe movies nothing is can i mean like they don't even nothing, know what's yeah. connected to these it doesn't movies. exist That's they, can't, they need they need a joke with henry cavill making a joke when he meets black adam that you sound like my dog <laughs> boom it's over it's, they no. can't afford to connect anything because uh, like 90 percent of what they're putting they, out is going to fail so you don't want to should have got they should have got henry cavill to do the voice of superman in the movie they should have yes Why? Why didn't they? That's the question. Because Henry Cavill's not working with them right now. We're we're in yeah, a, he's yeah, he's very anti DC right now. We're in a, we're in a thing, right? We're, we're in a thing. It's like a Taylor Swift song. They're, they're on a break. Through it, I got we're it. On a break, okay. you know. <laughs> we're never ever getting back together, except maybe we get a story every other week that we will. Yeah, I was gonna go with Bad Blood, but I like it. Bad Blood I that like works it. okay. Yeah. Nice. Now you know I, who the voice Taylor, of Superman is. Who is the voice? The man, everyone. The man, everyone wants to play. Uh, Reed I know Richards. I hate it. Uh, oh, Jack Krasinski. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. good casting. I'm okay with that. I did not recognize it, but I did hate it. But I will second you there, JD, with children of my own. I will say we can poo-poo this all we want. I know I certainly did in my head, but it has animals in it, and they can pretty much sell anything with talking animals these days. At least oh, to yeah. my kids. It's cryptic. Yeah, you that Lego. Shit, you can mm-hmm. do anything with Legos, then kids will watch it and love it. So, yeah, I guess I can't hate on it too much. It's just not me. It's not my demographic. Right. There'll, be, not... there'll be a certain level that they have to, to. There's a certain bar that they have to get past. It's very low. Well, you got to. They and, still and they keep smacking their head on that bar repeatedly. Yeah. But this, but this is how you make the next generation of fans, right? Like you get a bunch of little kids in to watch the crypto movie. Crypto, that sounds to make a play difference. It's like I'm selling you Bitcoin. Like you get a bunch of kids who watch <laughs> this and, uh, you know, then all of a sudden they like superheroes and they become lifelong fans. And in 30 years, they're hosting nerd podcasts like this. Like they need, you need these types all of right. content. Well, you want to see something? I could sell a ticket to John right now. Oh. Tell, him there, tell him there's so, alcohol. No, no. The Justice League is <laughs> open also, bar. <laughs> the Justice League makes an appearance in this movie. And Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman. Well, there you go. So they got Kevin Conroy, but they couldn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Conroy has no problem playing Batman. He'll just do it. True. At this point, it's just an easy paycheck. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. I think they're contractually obligated to offer him first. Probably at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll, I, I, yeah, I might catch it on HBO Max when it comes out for free. But your grand, how old are your granddaughters now? Are they three yet? Three and one. Yeah. Okay, they're a little young, so you're gonna miss this one. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, they, they're they're still too little to go to the movie theater. So the Rock really can do anything, can he? The Rock really does do anything. Mm-hmm. He wrestles. He raps. He sings. He what? What, what can he do? He makes Julianne fries. <laughs> he makes, I mean, like <laughs> he will. He became Cruise tolerable. Like what? What is this man? Jungle Cruise made us. Far more entertaining than it had any right to be. I'll say that exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing he can't do. I mean, he started to get cool in wrestling by joining what could be considered like an anti-white stable. And it uh, was the anti the, the nation right. of domination. It absolutely you know, was. Absolutely, nation of domination, <laughs> and like it didn't matter. Did yeah. not matter. We loved him. Yeah, he was great. I'll tell you one thing that he can't do. What's that? Make a movie that doesn't have a jungle in it. 
Shazam. Black Wait, Adam's coming out. Yeah. We don't. Know, we don't. We don't know that it doesn't have a jungle in it yet. Schrodinger's jungle at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's say the rundown had a jungle. Rundown did. Jungle, have a jungle. Cruise jungle. Scorpion King uh, did not have a jungle. No, technically there was a jungle because of that, good CGI. That, that patch of Eden where it was like a jungle oh, in the yeah, middle yeah, of the yeah. desert. Okay, I'll allow it. There Jumanji. Was, uh, yeah, Jumanji. Oh. Do Hobbs and Shaw have a jungle? I've never seen those. Movies. Yes, they at the end, have. they're in a jungle. Yes. Is a jungle? Yeah. <laughs> they're in a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, when you think muscle cars and performance vehicles, you think jungle. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. Has he ever been in a movie without a jungle in it? I told you. Did his G.I. Joe film have a jungle? It probably did. There's a lot, but there's a huge jungle to non-jungle ratio for his films. <laughs> better run through the jungle i'm sorry i like cream clear water and I, they, they probably right. pitch it they probably pitch him like hey hey Dwayne, we got this we got this movie idea right well what's gonna happen well we're gonna go to the jungle i'm in <laughs> i can't even tell you the plot i don't care i'm in i have a and... stigma go to the jungle <laughs> the rock has only one question is there a jungle then the rock is here baby let's go yep. <laughs> jungle buggy it's Just not kendrick can you can you smell the jungle? The rock is in Apparently he has Can to. Can you smell what the jungle is cooking? So I guess, yeah, I guess when you did the jungle book, he's the only one that could be in it. All but right. Didn't Schwarzenegger have the same gimmick? I'm just thinking of that now. Did he, he not have the same? Gimmicks. Wait, you know what? Terminator. There's no jungle in Terminator. That <laughs> or is. jingle all the way. Concrete right. jungle. Well, <laughs> or, well yeah. Or Junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, running Man. Yeah. No jungle in the Running Man. Yeah, there's no jungle in the running man that'll be remade soon guarantee it within I'm five years well, when they may remake it with the rock there will be a jungle in it right yeah, you know? exactly it'll John, be the rock i'm amazed that he hasn't wasn't happened to that, wasn't with what? vince mcmahon no the rock was <laughs> oh, attached God. to the running man remake right he was attached to the big trouble little china remake that, that oh okay. yeah i got happened. it but i don't think he's not I right for that i don't think they announced jungle. the running big I'm trouble in little china will be in the jungle <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and the the remake of the little jungle. The remake of the Running Man will just be called the Jungle Man. All right, (laughs) their story rock is Mowgli. All right, I have a question. I know John's excited for this. Is anyone in the world interested in a Power Rangers universe of movies? Why would you assume that I'd be interested? I'm kidding. It was a joke. I'm gonna be honest (laughs) with you. I am interested. I am interested. I am highly susceptible to robots, even more so when they combine with other robots mm-hmm. to make bigger, cooler robots. So, like when the Power Rangers came out, I was like 13, 14. I should not have been watching the show and I could not, I couldn't, I had to see. I, so with that said, I am excited because you look at what they're doing with them in the comics. We're like, they've, the, the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers share a universe. Really? And they've crossed over, like yeah. where the Ninja Turtles became the Power Rangers, like Shredder became like oh. the Green Ranger. It was. Some I, cool I thought shit. we were talking about the old TV show uh, Power Rangers in Space when the Ninja Turtles came on. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh, I I, yes, that. I remember oh, that too. But no, I'm talking about recently in the comics though. It was Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and a whole bunch of oh, cool, cool shit. Like, not not to say we're going to see this in the universe, but I don't know. I'm still interested in this property, and I know that the big robots have a lot to do with it. But the recent IDW crossover with the Ninja Turtles kind of showed some cool stuff too. So I I, I, I gotta say I'm a guilty pleasure Power Ranger guy. I nice. like I liked Power Rangers when they first started. I was probably twelve or thirteen. 
but I was yeah. a young man discovering himself, and the Pink Ranger was Amy well, Joe Johnson. Something. Yeah, yeah. Let me Amy tell Joe you. Johnson was a gateway for a lot of guys. Yes, sir. I have a lot of friends that are younger than me that were into Power Rangers. So I do think that there is a pretty good audience for this. Like there were a lot of people that were excited for the movie. I just don't know if the movie <clears throat> quite hit the mark or not. Again, I wasn't, I never saw it. I wasn't excited for it, but I knew a lot of people that were into the idea. Volsker, who is my younger brother and much more into Power Rangers than I am, liked it and is totally annoyed that they have, that they're going to reboot it yet again. So that's all I can tell you there. From... I don't. I don't think they stuck the landing though. I don't think it was a like a no, overwhelming success. Yeah, just yeah. the look itself threw me off. To be honest with you, I didn't well, really like the way it looked. It actually, so. well, the, the 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 evil queen sitting eating a donut. That's what killed me. <laughs> that's yeah, what killed gonna... you of all the Power Rangers stuff. Her eating a donut is where you lost your your sense of belief. Well. <laughs> No, no, that's that's the whole thing. Is like that's where the movie just lost me. That's all. like the concept, really the reboot concept wasn't bad, and and like there are parts of it that are really good, and then there's things in there they throw in there that's like there must have been some kind of sponsorship from a donut that donut Krispy Kreme, yeah. yeah, Krispy Kreme, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. and they kept talking about Krispy Kreme throughout this movie. It was so annoying. Yeah, oh, was but, it? But, but 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 along with what you said, like yeah, there were good there were good things, good concepts in it, like we're about to talk about Superman four, but but yeah, it went it went it started going schizo, right? Like it seemed like it was going to be serious, and then it got stupid. Then it got know? hokey, yeah, yeah, you know. After ten thousand years, I'm free to eat the donut. Ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good, good one, Don. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, this also goes along like so. They're rebooting it as a Netflix series. Which might be better. I think it's a better idea, actually. Than, than it worked to do for it. Voltron. The show's cool. Um, I know you don't agree, John, and I'm not pointing like in the right it. direction, but what? I loved the Volt Netflix Voltron. Well, you never said you didn't like it. You were just like, I eh, liked it initially, I but it. then it then it got a little bit. What I would really want to see. Do you remember that they they did a concept uh, trailer for Voltron with what's his name, the guy from Psych, the guy Lassiter from Psych. It, it, it it's a sh- a short on YouTube. And it was a very serious take on Voltron. And it was just a, one scene with the guy, Lasseter, the guy who plays Lasseter, I got to remember his name, was piling the red, the red uh, lion. And he was like, it. the whole scene is just him in the lion as it's dying and him giving his last thoughts. And it was What like, color it, suit did he wear? I know that's a strange question, but it's actually- I think it was, okay. I think it was red. Okay, okay. But but the thing is, the thing is that it was like, I mean, that if if they made a movie like in that tone, hell, I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. But, you know, that's my major uh, problem with the original Voltron is that the colors of the suits did not match the lions. And I'll never know what happened. Like as Sven and Lance were running to their prospective lions, did like Keith just go over and tackle one of them and decide he wanted the black lion like last minute? And then it has to do with I believe I heard something about that before. It has to do with Japanese colors and like red representing something about leadership but yet they had colored the lion already like they had right. chose the, the so yeah like power rangers matched up why did not voltron, Didn't anyway, voltron just, wasn't voltron the original voltron cobbled together from like a couple different cartoon shows there were there were three no, the voltron, three there were there were three yeah. different cartoons three different voltrons yeah, the, lion, the, the, the lion force the vehicle force and the other one but i mean the like the, wasn't the original voltron like actually like cobbled together from like two separate animated series that were edited together i don't think so no i don't think so uh, by the way it was timothy amundsen who played 
he he played Blasseter and Psycho. Yeah, yeah. Was, it, some, somehow this the these kids got a hold of him and and had him do this really serious take on you know the red the red lion as, as it's dying. It's, it's um, look it up look on YouTube. That, but yeah, that's cool. Attached with this announcement as well, because uh, it's Michael Lombardo who's going to be the showrunner uh, on this stuff. These are Hasbro-owned company properties, so Power Rangers. The other one being Dungeons and Dragons is going to get a Netflix series. Well, and, we can hope. And Monopoly is going to get a game show on Netflix. So you know, you know how you get into fist fights playing Monopoly at home. We can now get fist fights on TV. Why are they going to have Monopoly as a show? That was almost as dumb of a concept as having Clue as a movie. Like, it made no absolute sense. <laughs> Clue, Clue I was... like the movie. I like the movie. Yeah. Well, But, I mean, a Monopoly no. show, like, how long is it supposed to be? They made Battleship. The, the, Battleship yeah. was horrible. I was going to say, the worst game turned into a movie was Battleship. Rampage was good, though. Rampage was kind of fun. The rock. Wasn't the rock in that? Yes. Mm. He was mm. in the jungle. He got the he got the ape from the jungle. He, he was in the jungle. Yes. He, yes. He, yes. There's yep. a jungle. There's plenty of jungle in that movie. <laughs> Did John just sent us something? Yeah, I just sent you. It's called The End. Voltron: The End. It's a ah. live action short directed by Alex Albrecht. So anyway. So I'm right. And, they they did take parts from different cartoons and edit them into the American version of Voltron. Oh, the American. Okay. Mm. Right I see. Thank you. Oh, into the American <laughs> version. Yeah, I don't watch Jap. I can't listen to a Japanese I- <laughs> from the '80s when it's not been translated. Come Dude, on, did you ever see Battle yeah. of the Planets? They, no. They they, they <laughs> all the parts where the guy's sonic boomerang was cutting people's heads off, and they replaced it with a stupid robot that was done in a completely different animation style oh my god yes yeah. it was like it was horrible it was like three frames a second at best and yeah and now there's a but now there's people who like that version of the show what's it, what they it grew called because they grew up with it it was called battle of the battle of the planets oh, battle of planets it, is it, american g-force, g-force gotcha is, the, it was is the is the japanese version yeah. of it and they inserted this stupid seven zark seven robot into it seven, done Zark, seven, yeah. just so that you that the Small, the the poor fragile American kids' minds didn't have to deal with people's heads getting cut off, you know, because you know the bad guys you always just put them to sleep. I guess. To be fair, Japan has had two nuclear strikes on it, <laughs> so their minds are a little just. I mean, I, I get where they're coming from. We're not, you know, American psyche. Me, I, I get it. Let me tell you something. An entire generation was scarred by killing the murder of a robot. In the 1986 film of Transformers, right. the movie. I was so, one of those. I so cried. As was I. So we as soft little Americans were not ready to see heads flying off of bodies in cartoons. They grow up, they grow up tougher in Japan. They just do. That's true. Agreed. <laughs> they grow up extra weird in Japan, too, Love man. That. You ever watched uh you ever watched uh Sentai Zyra Ranger or any of the things that Power Rangers, you know, took the stock footage from? Super Sentai and all that. Weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man. It's weird. Really weird. Like the um, in America, Tommy and Jason were enemies, but in Japan they were brothers. And the Green and Red Ranger were brothers. So really <laughs> there were so many weird, weird, weird episodes. Like think the ja- the Japanese Spider-Man show. You ever oh, seen yeah, he's that? got a giant right. robot and all that. Yep. Right. Like, the shit just weird. Every show had a robot in Japan. Because, you know, Gundams and things like that, you know, they're 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 big on their mechs. I mean, they have an actual mech 
they have an actual Gundam that yes. moves. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, they do uh, Pokemon in America. And instead of having the voice actors call them rice cakes, they have to call them donuts because we can't handle rice cakes. Oh, no one knows what a rice cake, like especially kids, they don't know what rice cakes are here. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Of all the st- of all the things you, you need to like, it's also. Hey, man, I've been reading Spider Man for years. I don't know what the fuck a wheat cake is either. So I get where he's coming from. <laughs> it's a pancake. No one calls them wheat cakes. I would like if you if I if had it not been for Spider Man, yeah, had it not been for Spider Man, I'd have thought that was something you just made up right now. On see, you learned something though. No, no one's ever had a wheat cake. I've never gone to breakfast and someone goes, "Would you care for some wheat cakes with your hash browns?" <laughs> fuck is a wheat cake I'm that's what i'm saying up. there's no such thing as a wheat cake i think stan lee made that shit up <laughs> fucking cornbread cornbread's good I yeah cornbread. It, it looks it's a spongy wheat i don't know what this thing is. it looks like cornbread why eat that when you can it, eat it cornbread? Does not, it does not look appetizing whatsoever this one looks like a carrot cake it's it's a knockoff this is what i'm saying this is, aren't real. this is why you needed to have that because rice cakes i don't even know what a rice cake is right now i'm 40 something years old. 40 years old. I don't know what a rice cake is. Well, All right. you can't exactly go to your local Dunkin' Donuts and order a rice cake. You got to right. order a donut. That's what I'm saying. They'll look at you like you're an idiot. Sugar, sugar covered. You walk <laughs> into Dunkin' and be like, yo, I'd like a rice cake. They'd look Do at it. you like you were high. Do it. One would have to be to make that. Do it at the drive thru so they ain't got to see your face and then be all mad when they ain't got rice cakes. <laughs> there you go. You've got a TikTok right there. There you go. All right, shows, all off, right. shows off the rails, Dave. Yes, yeah, very we, much so. We we are way off the reservation. In fact, we're all we're all out in the jungle now. It's like oh, the jungle. all right. Episode title's <laughs> got to have some jungle. The rock runs through out, the jungle. Jungle rocks. All right. Here's a question. Something there. Who wants to Who wants to make a bet? Not with you. Are Are we gonna? Uh, is Are they actually going to have San Diego Comic Con and WonderCon next year in Anaheim? Ask me in two weeks. Let's yeah. see how this new thing goes. Uh, when they, when they finish the genetic sequencing and they know just how bad those new mutations are on the Omicron. The so. Omicron Omnivariant. Yeah, well. Shit's getting more serious. It sounds like it's leveled up. Like yeah, right. The names are just getting worse and worse, man. Right. I mean, well, how long until we start the, the Black Death? You know, how, how long? Oh that's, that's what I was saying, like the Mega Death used. Variant. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the Omega the, Death Bear. Well, yeah. the Symphony of Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> the The problem being that if if the uh, new song. variant if the new variant is making headway now, and it's in and they're finding it in the wild, that means it's more virulent. Than, yeah, in the jungle. Then it's then it's worse than Delta. It has to be in order for it to have gotten this far. Just just at least that. We'll know in two weeks. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it did. now now it's a, it's not a matter of whether it's more catchy. Now it's just a matter of what are the symptoms and and the mortality rate. So uh, so, so the the people at Comic Con International seem to think they're going to have conventions next year. Of course. They so they announced the dates April first through the third for WonderCon in Anaheim and July twenty first through the twenty fourth for San Diego Comic Con. So. Well, yeah, it's like JD said. We'll wait two weeks and we'll see what they say then. I mean, it's it, to be honest with you, I think though it's next summer, right? So yeah, sure. I think we'll probably have some. Mm. All right. I mean, but is it actually going to be a comic con? 
honestly. I mean, all they do is just show off big Marvel and DC premieres nowadays. And not anymore. It's not even about, but you must say that's, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to have to be just the comics. I agree with that. You know, all those I've separate talked, I've DC. A couple and... of dealers that have been out at, at Comic Con out in San Diego, and they said that the spaces are, the, the, the rates go up every year well, for yeah. their booth, for their little spot. And they're kind of forcing the comic guys out so that they can make room for the big media, you know, pavilions and things like that. So but is is the big whether media... there'll be dealers there dealing? Hmm? What what big media? Do? Because we we've already lost yeah. DC and Marvel. Like at New York, was it Rooster Teeth pulled out? I don't think Crunch. What, I, Dave was Crunchyroll there this year. It's like they they're losing all the big guys. So yeah, is... I mean, but a lot of that was still due to the restrictions as well. So it's kind of hard to say. It seems like these big media companies are doing their own thing. Like Disney's just really was interested in doing their stuff and DC. (laughs) Disney Plus Day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or in Disney or uh, DC had their the Fandome. Like, why spend money? Why pay for these things when you can do this stuff on your own? Stream it on your own service and you make money. My question is, why aren't they firing the people in the marketing department for coming up with these stupid fucking names? Hmm. Disney day dc fandom does it does it really have yeah does it really have the same impact though as like announcing it on stage in front of a live crowd doesn't matter yes Mm. it does yes it does because i mean you're gonna put that because the vast majority of people see that stuff online right no i mean you can have a full hall h and it's still what a couple thousand people well, yeah, that but stuff they, online, it's a hundred thousand, it's millions within hours. Like, but they could, they could simulcast it too. But like, I, I don't know. I, they think like there's when you're marketing, you, 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 you need something to show. Right. And if you're just throwing a video up, that's, there's a difference between throwing a video up and throwing a video up of a screaming audience as you start showing you, something. You can say yeah. that, but I mean, like, has it hurt anything yet? I don't know. That's a, that, that's, a that's question, the thing right? is like, this is old, yeah. this is old mentality. Like we're, in the post-COVID world, things are different. And like, if you don't need, they don't need Comic-Con. They don't need to spend those prices. They do their own thing. Now, if they want to, that's a different story. Is it that important for them to have thousands of screaming people or do they want to host their own thing? Hmm. Is Warner more interested in holding their own fandom? Why go to Comic-Con and pay for them when we host their own fandom? Well, Blackjack and Hookers. I mean, they could just say that the fans are there watching it and just pump sound in like WWE does. They just that's pump true. in the fan reaction. That's what they mm-hmm. do now too. They don't even need reactions. They have the fans sitting there, and they 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 say you don't want to react the way we watch you. Fine, we'll just program our own reactions. Yeah, like I don't yeah. Know. I just wonder if the people like the company, like Comic Con International and Fan Expo and on all these companies and Read Pop, like are they adjusting for that now? I hope so. As you know, I mean, especially I so. for the, especially the big two, New York and, and San Diego. It's like because that's the whole thing. And it, because John, you know, simul, you said simulcast it, but the problem with that is, then why go to San Diego if you could just go online and watch That's it? What yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you go to San Diego. It's it's not it's it's not whether or not you can see it either way. It's the it's the image of it, right? It's the it's what you're projecting, and if you're showing it, if if you're showing it in front of like thousands of screaming fans, if- that 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 leaves more of an impression than just. Oh, in, you know, I got enough. I get, the little bell ran in, ran off, and there's in, a there's a video up. In yeah. 2019, I would have agreed with you, but we've gone two years now without that. Oh and yeah, I think yeah, we've adjusted. I know. Like, did I you know. see people lose their minds for the Spider-Man trailer? We had trailers 
We had trailers to trailers. We had trailer announcements. We had True. countdowns to trailers. People were losing their mind over a trailer that showed us nothing. Like, I don't think that's necessary anymore. I really don't. I mean, like, if they want that, if they want to try to appeal and do that old school, you know, everything is back to the way it was. Yeah, sure, they can. Do they need it? No, hmm. absolutely not. I think that you can have the same impact if you marketed it right. If you want to market it to kids and things like that, you want to market to TikTok. You want to mess, you want to get on Snapchat, Instagram. All these different things are so much cheaper than yeah. renting out Hall H in yeah. in San Diego and things like that. So if you want to be cost efficient, then I would say do it the other way. I wouldn't As say you know set up a big ass pavilion. Especially Warner Media that has taken a bath on in the last two years. They've struggled. If I'm True. them. I do. I just keep going with fandom until we start turning things around. True. You know, and then if you wanted it, you can coordinate it and do it the same weekend as Comic-Con and latch on to the name and not have to spend any money. Or you can just go over on Facebook and go into the metaverse and put on your VR goggles and be there live or whatever that thing is. Is that virtual reality? One step closer to the Matrix, boys. Can't wait. I have never wanted something to fail as badly as I want Facebook Meta to fail. So oh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, uh, keep, keep in mind that Google is there. They spun off their main company, and that's called Alphabet. Very few people have heard that. So if they if they still call it Facebook, but it's run by the company Meta, then there's no real, you know, there's no difference to us. Okay, you know that you know that scene in Ready Player One where they're all fighting at the very end and you see everybody kicking around in the streets. I cannot wait to see that in like five years. <laughs> it's gonna be and everybody's gonna be in the metaverse fighting over bullshit and politics and everything. They're dude, gonna be punching each other. Dude, like dude, we've already had this we've already had what the Sims, right? They, it's all everybody's gonna be dressed as a dick. That's the, that's 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 how it works in those kinds of things. In fact, that so was in Snow Crash. That was like the what, what's his name? I forget the the writer's name. The very first guy who proposed something like that, a virtual world. They he already he already predicted like the first guy dressed as a dick walking around. Like that's the way it's just going to be. You're not going to you're not going to get the Ninja Turtles. You're going to get four green dicks. I mean, like just that's the way that's the humor that we're going to be dealing with on this level. Or Pickle Ricks. All right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. On that note, we're going to take our second and final commercial break. We'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, this is the one everyone's been waiting for. We're all anxious and chopping at the bit. One of the chomping, one of the most epic superhero movies of all time. Is it? Starring, starring is it really Christopher Reeve and uh, Gene Hackman and John Cryer. John Cryer, the one and Real only Hemingway. John Cryer. Future yes. Lex Luthor. Two yes. really good Lex Luthor, surprisingly. And of course, we're talking about. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Yeah, you forgot Meryl Hemingway, by the way. I tried to slip in Meryl Hemingway. That. Ooh, that came out yeah. wrong. Um, we all. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> I have been in love with Meryl Hemingway since she was on Tales from the Crypt. Season 3, Episode 1, Loved to Death. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It, has, it has to do from Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it has to do. I, I'm big on Tales from the Crypt. That was uh, great it has uh, the dude from Weekend at Bernie's. 
it was amazing except the last season don't watch it don't yeah, even yeah, bother fair, fair. everything was filmed in a warehouse but you know to get back on topic meryl hemingway she was just she got drugged with a love potion and she was just madly in love with him and then because she was such a good wife or not a wife but like a girlfriend his glass was dirty and he had poison in it because she loved him too hard so <laughs> she takes the dirty glass and switches it with the one with the poison and then he dies she kills herself and follows him to the afterlife to to love him eternally and he can't stand her hmm. it, it was one of, it was one of my favorite episodes that's and meryl awesome. Hemingway, the girl and yeah season three episode one go back and watch it boys i'm telling you she was hot in that she episode. was hot oh, yeah. she, personal allow me to recommend personal best <laughs> So Hot, and then Margot than Lois. Kidder and yeah, Margot Kidder looks rough in this movie. Well, she, you know, it, I noticed it, it sounded like she was slurring some of her lines. Yeah, she's not in a good place. Yeah, I thought she looked better than in Superman three, though. That's the weird thing. <laughs> Maybe she didn't look good either way because my wife came there and she's the like, Lois actually was in Superman three. Yeah, yeah, she oh. for briefly. My wife came and she's like, Lois looks terrible. I'm like, yeah, she looks not good. Not a good. lot less tan than in part three when she won her there's, trip to South America. True. Yeah, there's a reason she ended up on Family Guy as a, a just a raving lunatic. Like it's kind of sad, but kind of true. Yes. Where do you want to start with this? Because I have, <laughs> we we all have thoughts on this. Do we? Do we I really? Have thoughts. I have thoughts. Oh yeah, I've got absolutely. Didn't Marco Kidder go? Didn't she have like oh man schizophrenia or something and went missing for like a year or something I like that? Was that you, her or was I, that yeah? The I think you're right. Yeah, I think that. Did yeah, it was her. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, they found her in the bushes or something, and she in was, the jungle. Oh, it all comes yeah. back. And did the, the rock find her? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be a good movie. Oh my goodness. I would totally watch that. Hey Margo, it's me, The Rock. Come for me. Come with me, please. Come on, you can trust the rock. You got a you had a Freudian slip there, Don. She only she only passed away in twenty eighteen, August eighth. Wow, it's only been four uh, three and a half years. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a shame though. Oh yeah, she was in a bad place for a long time. So speaking of a bad place, this movie. Um... Yes, yes, yes. Let's how do you want to start this, Dave? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's start with let's try to be a little positive. Let's start with a close-up of Christopher Reeve's ass with a wedgie. Yeah, that's the first time you're going to see Christopher Reeve's well, ass shot, babe. Total <laughs> Michael Bay style. We ass. got Henry Cavill today. We had Christopher Reeve back then. <sighs> I feel like, so my understanding, yeah, super is. the history of this movie, because it's one of the canon films, movies it is a, a can of film but it's a golden globus production right and it, and like this was christopher reeve wanted to make this movie yeah. like this was his idea you kind of tell and i kind of feel like he wanted to do it because of how poorly received superman 3 was because it was a piece of shit yeah and and, I, and, I, and i'll tell you on paper it's not a bad idea. No, if you break it down to, but if you break it down like it's very much an 80s superman concept like superman uh -huh is going to get rid of all the nuclear weapons in the world. Like, if you say it, you're like, okay, that's a very Superman thing. Right. There's a movie times. I mean, you had, you know, the Cold War was at height at that point. I mean, yeah. it makes sense that he would want to do something like that. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, the first act of the movie, like, first of all, the title sequence is better in this one than in Superman mm -hmm. 3. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no cheesy, there's nothing real. Yeah. There's no cheesy cheese ball comedy or whatever, like Buster Keaton shit. It's just yeah. like, there, wait, there, there isn't no, in the oh, first, not, in the not, title not, sequence, the title no. sequence. Okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's very much a dollar discount version of the original title sequence. Yeah. Right. It's very much yeah. like, you know, yeah. It looked like the words that it used to be on my Windows PC when the screensaver yeah. would come on and bounce yeah. around. That's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. But I think that I think that the first act is the, has the makings of what could have been a really good Superman movie. Now, clearly, they're limited by budget, right? Very and limited, apparently. Very limited by budget. And clearly, they didn't really have a writer. But I mean, like, the idea behind it, like in the whole thing with Superman struggling with what is my place in this world? Do I have the authority to go and do that and have a little kid pointed out? I'm like, this stuff all kind of worked. Like, and I like the first sequence where it looks kind of like, it looks kind of like 2001 a little bit, but then, mm. you know, Superman's got to save the day. Like, this is fine. I thought I, I was surprised. I'm like, and like, I thought this, I'm like, is this actually better than I remember it being? And then very quickly, oh no, no, it's not. It's actually worse. But like the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, this isn't terrible. Like this could have been okay, and then it very quickly spirals out of control. Yeah, as, yeah. Soon, as, as soon as Gene Hackman's out of jail, it's off the rails. Man. For real, that's like the Especially peak of the movie. When you when you meet Lenny, I'm just like I'm done. Like <laughs> you got John Cryer just talking like Michelangelo. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely Dude. something like. Doing? Yeah, weird choices. I, I don't know if that's how the character was written or if they were John Cryer's choices. But John, the thing is, John Cryer was a thing at that point because this is like a year after Pretty in Pink. So, I mean, he's actually like, a, you know, as big a star as he would be until he, his comeback. You know, like he's a thing in like Hollywood. And then to have him be Michelangelo, it's a weird, it's a weird, weird choice. Very weird. Yeah. 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 It's just, oh my God. And the thing is, too, like, yes, get rid of all the nuclear weapons in the world, but then there's no, there's no consequence for yes, it. Is. Nuclear man. No, no, there is for Superman, but in oh, the yeah. world, like, none, none of the governments are trying to stop him from doing it. Well, to be fair, because could the governments you of the world can't. stop Superman? Yeah, that's the thing. A Superman is a god on Earth, and we have to, if you live in a world with Superman and Superman decides one day, this is what I'm going to do, the rest of the planet has to collectively go okay or you do what they did in the movie you kind of try to get behind lex luthor so i mean like the make the makings of an interesting story are there but nothing is really explored with like more than a third grade level i i will admit and you know maybe it's because i watched this right after superman 3 which the only thing sadder superman related than superman 3 is the fact that two amusement park rides named after superman have killed people one took a lady's feet off the other Jesus. one killed a disabled veteran because the operator didn't bother to look at the rules of the ride, which stated you needed to have both legs, which this veteran didn't. So, yeah, pretty sad shit in regards to Superman. True, man. <laughs> he was the actual Superman. Um, so maybe it was my bias from watching that shit. Coming into this, I'm like, this is a Superman movie. This is teaching me about Superman a little bit. Like, I could come in to Superman Quest for Peace not watching the other three, and at least kind of learn the essence of Superman. That's that he's true. from Krypton. When he went into the barn and he got the little Deus Ex Machina, or whatever was, it is. Last time I, I was Krypton. in it, mm-hmm. and and you know yeah, what? I actually cried. 
They set that up I in cried. the first Super Bowl. Yes, they, they they did. Although I think you could just, to me, you could watch it, not know about it, and still kind of. Oh no, hundred percent. I'm I'm talking about the the Deus Ex Machina. Like yeah. that is yes, you call that Deus Ex Machina, but they set that up three previous movies ago. Like that's the same thing that they used to start to create the the Fortress of Solitude. So, right, but right. they totally misuse it. They totally misuse it because there's actually a really oh, yeah. good reason to use that. <laughs> so I I loved it, and I actually cried when he did the UN speech. I don't know why. I don't know what hit me, but I'm like, this is what the right guys, the world, the real world. We want Superman. We want a guy to come to Earth or whatever and say, fuck your government, fuck whatever. I'm going to do what's right and you can't fucking stop me. That's the appeal of Superman. And so, yeah, when he decides, yep, you know what? I'm going to take this little kid's advice. All your nuclear weapons, they're gone. I mean, you got no option other than to cooperate. That's very that's very super but if superman right? wanted yeah. to he could yeah. literally go around the world and just i mean constantly and, and there's moral questions that come from that so there's actually interesting things you could do because that also kind of it creates a, more of a sympathetic lex luthor if you look at it that way there's a lot you can do with that it's just this film chooses not to right <laughs> you know? right yeah no yeah. It, it makes a lot of horrible choices and it, it was so nuclear many. man like Really? You're okay. So I get it. Lex Luthor's a pimp. So I can understand and believe <laughs> that he would get this uh, biological material into a nuclear missile and get, okay, cool. That's awesome. You know, he was Dixie a US general. <laughs> but so you have nuclear man and what's the plan? Oh, Superman, I'm going to scratch you. I'm going to scratch in the back of your man. <laughs> and he only uses it once. Him right. him with them. And it almost ki- and it almost killed him. He so got, he like, has to use his Deus Ex Machina. Right. Yep. He got the super COVID, right? He got <laughs> yeah, the, um, the kryptonite COVID. And so he has to use the Deus Ex Machina to heal from that. What a dumb, like, why would Superman be allergic to anything that has to do with nuclear man? Like, mm. he's from the because, sun. Because the plot said so. <laughs> Right, because the plot says so. Instead of the plot saying, "Here's what we'll do." Okay, nuclear man is nuclear man is basically Superman's equal. So have him beat down Superman, put him in the elevator, put him in the moon, and that's when Superman uses his Deus Ex Machina to get repowered. And then he goes out and he kicks nuclear man's ass. Uh, and by the way, when they shove each other in the moon, they're not thorough at all. Superman puts nuclear man down into the moon and then he immediately walks away and he's more concerned about straightening the U S flag that has the pole on top to emulate no gravity, but you can clearly see it. With the physics of this movie, I was halfway expecting the fucking Eagle to land on his arm in space. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, even when nuclear man pounds Superman into the same moon, he just, he's like, his head is still out and he just kind of walks away. But if he had done that to nuclear man, that would have been the end because that's it. Like, you know, like, yeah, it so, would have yeah. been. It, it, my, my question is, why didn't he just take him to the dark side of the moon? Just you know. Yeah, no. They, it, there exactly. is there, there is no dark side of the moon is actually just the far side of the moon. In reality, all the sides of the moon do get again. sun. Yes. It's okay. just so there's. You're telling me that transformers and pink <laughs> lot the moon. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. They're 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 they've got an issue. So <laughs> did you did you guys know that that is actually a letter. That's actually Nuclear Man 2. There is another Nuclear Man that there's footage of that got cut out because they wanted to make a 90-minute runtime, right? And they were going to recycle that footage into Superman 5. There's a more Frankenstein-esque 
nuclear uh, man. I heard about that, that. He fights on Metropolis, and apparently, <laughs> the scene looks just terrible. So, this movie could have actually been worse. So, so, what? so, What's so here's the, here's the thing. Like uh, throughout the entire movie, and I think everybody here agrees, there the bones of a good movie were in here. Mm-hmm. But it's and 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 after I finished watching this, I needed to cleanse the palate, so I went back and watched Superman the movie, the original. The difference between these two movies is like the the original took the time to introduce the characters and let them breathe some before the main plot really got you know fired off. They had a major budget compared to oh, Superman yeah. Four. I I I you could play a you could play a drinking game with Superman Four as to the number of times they show the same uh, clip of him flying, and you oh, yeah. you can tell that that they didn't even have the original clip because it looks like they took they took that clip from the original movie and then tried to exactly edge out did. the corners, and mm-hmm. you lose that drinking game. He's green, yeah. Perhaps. So it's like so it, bad. it's just so between that, yeah. So between that and and all the and all the. I mean, the lack of a budget, the 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 horrible writing, the do it's just Nolan hmm. and Globus were the wrong people to tackle a Superman movie, right? Like they were guys, they're schlock masters. Like we've all seen Masters of the Universe, right? Uh-huh. Same people. Oh same god, guys. yeah. There's but again, like like this, there's elements of Master Universe, like hey, it could have been an all right, but it's a piece of shit. So I mean, like these were the wrong, and they were I believe they were shooting these movies at the same time. So I mean, like there's budgets from both those films are just being siphoned off by each other. Like who knows what this original movie was then. And there's just simple things that like you watch the scene and you're like, why does that make sense? Why did they do that? One of of the, one of the things that bothers me the most, and it's maybe stupid to some people. There's a piece of Superman's hair holding up a thousand pound weight. Mm -hmm. And Lex Luthor cuts it with bolt cutters. I'm sorry, if it's strong enough to hold up a thousand pound weight, you ain't cutting it with bolt cutters. That's not even my question. My question is, how did they bend the hair to get it through the loop? Yeah, 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 exactly. And then when Gene Hackman pulls the hair out after he cuts it, it's literally like a metal pin. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Well, they also they also showed us they they also upped Superman's power. Like at one point, he's he's wall repair vision. Wall repair. My wife asked about that one. Which is when wall, he was on the wall repair, right? When he looks. Oh, at oh yeah, yeah. No, the, it, the it's whitest kind of, Great Wall of China one would ever see. It, it, <laughs> it's it's kind of like Piccolo's clothes beam in Dragon Ball Z. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a, I, it's like what the hell? You just look at it and it's you know, and, and also he he delevitated a few people just to by be, looking. Yeah, at yeah. But I mean, like, he, but, but it was it, it was the moving of the moon. He he was not that strong in the he original. He turned back the hands. He turned the planet's axis backwards and that's, reversed. That's time. that's by flying, but the but the strength to move the moon was by flying. Well, yeah, that's, he, the, that's the problem. Was we were getting like Silver Age Superman in this movie, where we like he can move entire galaxies. Yes. But we did too. We've always had Silver Age Superman in these movies, right? And they're kind of like his powers are up and down depending on what the scene necessitates, right? right it's been right. like that through the duration. We also got Silver Age Superman and the fact that he booked a date with both, I forget Mariel Hemingway's character's name, and Lois Lane as Clark and Superman. Oh my God, that scene was so annoying. That was, it was, I had to fast oh, forward. Don, it, Don hated it so much he left the podcast. Um, <laughs> was it, was no, it it's so... It's so Silver Age though. Like that's right out of a Silver Age Superman comic, or even not, maybe not it's maybe a Dark Age Superman comic from the early fifties. You know, like it was cheesy and it could have been fun, but it also 
Clark comes Lacey. off so stupid. Lacey, thank you. Yeah. Her dad's like Richard Murdoch, right? That's the guy's name. Richard Murdoch. Yeah. In real life, yeah. Yeah, but that's he's basically being like I, I blanked on the name. The guy was basically Richard. Yeah, David Warfield. That's yeah. That's what the guy's name was. Played by Sam Wanamaker. But it, yeah, it was yeah. It, Rupert all, Murdoch. all the little Rupert Murdoch. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. All, all the all the little skits like that were just and and again with the with the what does he do when it, when he kisses her? Does he like suck her brain out? And what is that? His tongue? Like, what the hell? That, that scene made no, <laughs> no sense, sense because. Yeah. Two reasons. Number one, there was a rehashing of the memory wipe from two, which everyone hated. Yeah. Anyway, everyone thought it was stupid. And three, they'd already moved away from the lowest lane. But like thing. after after he reveals he's Superman again, she says she remembers everything. And then so then he had a French kisser this time to make sure it really <laughs> licked away all that memory crud. Yeah, it's right. weird, man. It was. It was very weird. Like, why yeah. are we rehashing this scene? And what was the point? But the, the thing was... Oh, you'll like, do the right thing. Like, that was her advice, too. It wasn't even the, real advice. But the, the thing is, like, again, if that were played differently, and then when she came in and found him when he was sick, and it was that scene was good because it played it very subtle that you kind of got that you think she knows who he is, right. yes. and that it didn't work. And that, that could have worked if it weren't for the rest of the movie being so up and down. Yeah, and that sequence, Lois either knows that he's Superman and plays along for reasons, or she is the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. And I can't figure <laughs> out which one it is. But, but it was, but it was played very well. I think, I mean, it was kind of really, really heavily implied that she knew who he was but and that it, like she yeah, hadn't yeah. forgotten anything, but, and it could have been a very poignant moment, but it isn't, you know, this movie's not interested in poignant moments. Yeah, I, I know exactly. That's why they immediately killed it. <laughs> I want wall repair vision. Yeah, more perfection. I just can't stop when I was at the end of this movie. I just couldn't stop thinking, and I didn't know any better as a kid. I figured, oh, he dropped Nuclear Man into the nuclear power plant, and it gave a power. Oh, that makes perfectly sense. Yeah. Do you know what is at the bottom of those stacks? Water. A bunch of fucking water. Uh-huh. So that means Superman dropped Cooling Nuclear towers. Man down to the nuclear power plant, and he just splashes into some water, and some poor bastards got to clean. Well, they, clean they, it dead. well, wouldn't that they power like- him more? Well, it looked, I would it, think so, yeah. but because because I mean what the the I mean well it didn't look like he dropped him in the well it, it looked like he dropped him in the actual chamber but what's in the chamber a bunch of graphite rods and and yeah. some some was it uh, plutonium or whatever so yeah it, it should have either it, it should have either exploded or or it should have powered him up there's like no I mean the hell and what, what is, now they just got a dead body floating yeah it should have been a bad day for somebody for sure. <laughs> That'd have been a great post-credit sequence. Guy's got to clamp. Oh man! <laughs> the guy from Robot Chicken Star Wars. Yeah, that's like to... that would have been funny, but this movie's understood in actual funny. Yeah. Why did yeah, Nuclear right. Man? He only tried to be funny. It was just cringy. This funny's work. hard. Like to be actually funny is difficult. And this no, there's no there was a scene in this movie that was actually easily funny. Which they weren't even trying. The yeah. date scene, the double the date scene. I really enjoyed that scene. Like yeah, just the it, antics that went on. I did. I loved it. I Clark didn't like it, it Clark taken away by a, by a suitcase rack or whatever it was, and couldn't get on the elevator. That was I like great. I actually him like having the gym. to bounce two different lives. Was great. I like the gym sequence with him that and Lacey. That was oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When he that one entertained to... me because I could imagine. It's just like that's that's a super dick scene, right? Like we all seen the super dick memes. 
Uh-huh. Like that's just Clark being a dick. I'm just going to act super uncoordinated because it entertains me. And then this guy's going to fuck with me. So I'm going to launch a bunch of weights at his chest <laughs> and could possibly break his sternum David because it entertains me. Quiet over there because he does that shit to people at the gym. He's like, no pain, no gain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. So quiet. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh. How much more can we t- t- say about this? I mean, it's like. It's- it's dis. I don't even know if I call this one disappointing because three I find more disappointing than this one, but I do think three is a worse movie. I guess that's a good question. Which did you guys think was worse? Three. This one or three? Three. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, think three. Three. Is worse. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like the writing was bad. In three, but it was still a more cohesive plot than no, this wasn't. thing. No, it wasn't. We all agree. Richard Pryor was in a completely different movie. Oh, he was. He was, but. That's not cohesive. That's the definition. No, of but cohesive. yeah, I, I don't know. I I just feel like this, like this was also, consistently bad. Like it's again, the same and, movie, bad. And again, we also had Superman freeze an entire like carry it over to put the a fire out in a plant, but then get captured by wires and and pulled back by wires on a computer. True. True. Yeah. But I'm not talking about the Richard Pryor skied off a building. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not talking about how, I'm not talking about that bad. I'm talking about, I'm talking about like just the flow of the plot. Like the flow of the plot. No, this one had a much more cohesive plot because that last one, remember he becomes a genius, like Richard Pryor, the whole Richard Pryor character makes no sense. He finds a job at a computer place because he finds it on a matchbook. Whoever, like whoever put one ads on matchbooks and then he becomes a savant with computers. True. So I mean, like things just happen to move the plot in that movie. But this right. one, Nuclear Man just went from I'm going to destroy everything to me want girl. It's like, why did you pick her all of a sudden? Yeah, Where but I mean, that's, <laughs> but that's like, but that's like a bad super. Yeah, but that's a bad Superman movie, right? Richard Pryor's in a bad Richard Pryor movie. That's happening. <laughs> that's happening alongside of the Superman, Superman movie. Yeah. Like that's two movies that that's like two scripts that got like merged together. This is just one bad Superman. Nuclear Man wanted Merrill Hemingway. What's not to want? Yeah, that's about fair. That? Well, you what, know, but that like, makes perfect yeah, sense actually. Yeah, you didn't want Lois. Yeah, yeah but again, like, that what, makes perfect sense. How did he even know she existed? It's like all of a sudden he I has eyes and a yeah. penis. She gets oh, it. God, yeah, yeah, you just make. But I mean, yeah. like that's the thing. He is a he is a nuclear man, right? Do you guys actually notice that Hackman was doing his vo- his voiceover? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, that was the thing, though. He was supposed to have Luther's voice. That was, was that he? was that was part of the plot. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. No, uh, I really so that became part of the plot because this guy was bad. Well, oh yeah, that was, well that's the other thing that sucked about this. The ADR, the the ADR voiceovers, and the I, the uh, it seemed like a weird the, choice. The, the regular sound editing was bad when they were like mixing the stuff and putting the little pack together to attach Golden it Globus. Like, you, you couldn't even hear what they were saying it's just cheap cheap people you hire cheap labor guys that aren't good at their jobs you're just getting like that movie was made over the course of like a couple months like yeah that's yeah. not a real movie I mean, it's a real movie than that came out but it's not like a real movie you know <laughs> these are the people that made cyborg yeah so i have a question which scene was better Ghostbusters 2 riding the Statue of Liberty or Superman carrying or uh, Nuclear Man carrying the Statue of Liberty. Oh, Ghostbusters he was 2 pushing was it awesome. towards Superman. And Superman yeah. Catches it. yeah. Yeah. I'm already going to go with the Ghostbusters. Me Got too. It. I'll go with it. Too. The Jackson yeah. soundtrack alone makes Ghostbusters work. <laughs> True. Oh, I'm not saying which is a better movie. I'm saying that particular scene. Oh, that scene. I like. 
I actually like that scene in Ghostbusters 2 with the Statue of Liberty. But yeah, I did think about the same thing. NES Advantage controller. I was real stoked about that as a kid. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Hey, can, yes. we, can we can we talk about the physics of the last 10 minutes of, of Superman 4? Let's do Seriously. it. Seriously. So Lacey goes into space and can breathe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't freeze yeah. to death. Yes. That too. Yeah. And uh, let's see. The fight scene on the moon. It... Some of it was kind of like, okay, we're bouncing on the moon, but then other scenes were just not. Like he would just fall straight to the ground. Well, they were just uh, fl- they were just fighting slowly, and that's not how that works. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they're still two Superman. They should not have been. Uh, yeah, there's there's we... no resistance, so it should be yeah. faster. Oh, oh, so, oh wait, I I got one for you. You mentioned the moon, right? So yeah. So he he can pound Superman into the moon, but when when Superman goes to move the entire moon somehow he doesn't like just drive right straight through it yeah <laughs> that too Superman. um w- when he dropped the safe onto the moon would it i mean it wouldn't have had the same force right if he had dropped it from space where there is no gravity and then dropped to the moon where there's only a little bit of gravity it it's wouldn't a, have made mm-hmm. the impact. It, yeah it probably bounced mm-hmm. that too oh man there's just Ooh, so much about the last 10 minutes of this movie that was just like yeah I no this makes mouth. you angry because you're like as a kid they thought i was a fucking idiot mm-hmm. like the people that made these movies just thought we were fucking stupid that's and, true they did they think people who watch these movies are either children or, or stupid so they ran out of money and they just tried to knock out an ending right which is essentially yeah. that's essentially the story of every super like that whole series it's the same thing they ran out of money and had to finish it Huh. Uh, you, you mean the the flying around the world and reversing the whole thing, time? All of them. All yeah. of them. They've all every single one of those movies ran out of money at the end, and they had to cobble and then they got. Did Donner? Did Donner do the ending for the first one, or was Donner, that Donner lesson? did? Donner came up like Donner because that's the end of. If you watch the Donner cut of two, he uses the turn back time thing to make Lois forget that he's Superman. Right. Mm-hmm. They just Donner's idea was to tack the ending of Superman two onto Superman one. Uh, that's they right. Ran out of money. Right. Yeah. And then Superman two, they were like just cobbling a movie together out of, you know, whatever was left over Superman three. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. Like I this, that's the story of this entire franchise is, Oh shit. We're out of money. Well, it's a good thing. They did better with the new Superman. Mo- oh, that's right. It's the history of this character on screen. Yeah, it well, is. Well, only, only in the live action stuff. If you go to the Bruce Tim animation series, well, those are still on screen, but like the the Bruce Tim animation is was amazing. So, oh, back to the physics, guys. Uh, I just looked <laughs> it up. It, it, uh, when he tossed when he tossed all those nukes into the sun. Okay, now it would take let's see, seven thousand and forty five days to fly there at five hundred and fifty five miles an hour. It takes so it, take it takes light years. eight and a half minutes to get from the sun at the speed of light. To get from the yeah. sun to us, so yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. He just launched them in there like they were right next to Earth. <laughs> Crazy, convenient. Mm. Superman mm. four boy. Yeah, well, that's something. Oh. It's a dumb movie. It's a very dumb movie, but I think it's got far more heart than Superman three, which is like the most. Oh, cynical God. Superman. I agree. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it that yeah that and that's what makes you even matter, right? It yeah. had it had the bones of a good a good plot and storyline. It had some really good actors. It had heart, and then everything else went wrong. I think draft one or two of this movie is probably decent, and then some line producer got in and cracked their knuckles. Went, we'll get rid of this. We'll get rid of that. Yeah. This, laugh. We can't afford that. Circle scratch. Like, 
Let's have yeah. Mary Hemingway constantly hit on, on Clark Kent. Did you guys notice how large every woman's shoulders was in this movie? Like yeah. this was clearly That's the eighties. Yeah, yeah, shoulders the, pads. The, the road warrior shoulder look was really in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. 80s fashion it's funny because my seven-year-old asked asked about that the other day when we were watching ghostbusters she asked about some lady shoulders and i was like that, that's just funny. it looked like every woman in the 80s was like jacked or was yeah. like spending time doing shoulder presses they all Wait, have like these chiseled shoulders they weren't i don't know man the goal i don't think the golden girls were getting in deep sets of power cleans at the gym but all of them have like <laughs> like these like perfectly squared shoulders it was the man uh, look as feminine as females. I don't know. It, like, you weird... know, the whole equality thing. Yeah. It's a weird fashion choice, man. Using it's... all those CFC, uh, CFC hairsprays, <laughs> shoulder pads. Hair mm. out to here. Wave hairdos, yeah. Yeah. Plus had some teased hair at points in the movie. Her hair looked a little bit larger this time around. Okay, you're creeping me out. You're now describing my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain that was all of our moms in the 80s at one point or another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This episode has become traumatic. <laughs> it was borderline traumatic in the first place let's be real just need to have him playing those electric drums things and the keyboard the guitar the soundtrack for this movie sucked yeah the keyboard too. guitar is essential at least it still had the williams score in the back but they 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 cut it all to hell well they had to oh yeah pay, you have to pay for john williams and the london symphony orchestra on the first mm. one. Oh, this that's one, right and you just the, you just play the music you can pay the sheet music's way cheaper than the actual yeah. recording and and the voiceover in the beginning was supposed to be his mom and not because they Brando couldn't get... wasn't coming back for this well, I, yeah i know exactly Brent, if they hey marlon we want you to come back and play drill fine i need another island yeah oh, you can yeah. afford another island i am not interested in this film yeah he wasn't interested in the first movie like they suckered him into it and then he realized what he was doing he's like i want to be a bagel and dick donner like knew how to talk <laughs> him out of it true story <laughs> okay Maybe it was something to do with copyright law. Like, they can only play a certain amount of seconds. I know now, if you want to play a snippet of a song on, like, your podcast or something, and you don't want to get it taken down by YouTube or whatever, you can play up to 30 seconds of the clip. Yeah, Anything you, after that is copyright. Well, they'll still take you down, but that's but at least well, you can get right. back up. <laughs> there is definitely, there's yeah. definitely fair use things that can be done. But if you want to use it for your movie, like, it's the using the sheet music is one thing. You just buy the, buy the actual music, and then you record your own version of it. That's yeah, far yeah. cheaper than buying the actual music from Superman the movie. With the, with the, the, I wonder what this budget actually was to this. I bet it was under $10 million. Let me look that up. It has to be because, like, again, the difference between the first one and this and that one. The budget was $17 million. Okay, I'm off. I thought it was going to be under 10 And it made $36.7 million at the box office. So it actually made money? Jeez. This was actually, it doubled its budget? I'm blown no. away to learn that. No, I'm, you're wrong. They, can't the be. worldwide gross was fifteen million six hundred eighty one thousand and twenty dollars. Yeah, okay. Wikipedia twenty dollars. Wikipedia does say it, it grossed sixty thirty eight. Trust Wikipedia. I'm on IMDb. Yeah. They're a lot more credible. Okay, okay no, but, they're not. But but compare seventeen. <laughs> all right, so let's take the high end seventeen million to make that movie, right? Uh huh. Say yeah. The first movie, the budget was fifty five million. Right. Oh. So, well, after oh, yeah. Superman three, would you want to throw money into it? and take no, a that's, loss well that's the thing that the salkins lost it the salkins lost the money like lost the rights because they warner wasn't going to work with them anymore mm. right so they had to in order to keep that's what they that's what they were slamming to the superboy tv show and the supergirl movie because they kept it 
And Golden Globus picked those things up for cheap. And they were like, oh, you Roger Corman, too high quality for us. We'll show you how to make some shit. <laughs> Roger <laughs> Corman. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. but that's the thing. What, what you said is, 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 you know, okay, you don't want to follow up Superman 3 with, you know, you don't want to give it that much of a budget because it's a brand thing. But if you want to save the franchise, if you want to make more money of it, you better throw more money at it and get a better writer and a director, right? But that's not Golden Globus. If like, mm. if Warner actually cared back then, because back in the 80s, they didn't really care about the shit. Yeah, like that's that. the thing. Until yeah. Batman. Like Batman changed the face of this stuff, right? Back then, it was like, you know, Superman, They Warner sold those rights in like 75. Yeah. So as long, and that's the rules. If you own the rights, as long as you're in development on something, those rights stay with the people that are owning it. So they had to be, they had to make these movies. That's probably the case. This one, they bought it and they had to do something. They had to make something quick. So you fart out a movie so you can keep the rights. And then Golden Globus, a canon breaks shortly after. Cause that's yeah, why, that's did, what happened with Superman 5. Thing that happened with um, Fantastic Four. They yep. had to shit out a movie where they lose the rights. Yeah. Same deal. Mm-hmm. Roger Corman. Except they actually and boy, the- was that <laughs> some shit. Hey, I'm gonna. Here's a controversial take. Fantastic, the Corman Fantastic Four is better than it's this. It's the best. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's much better than this movie. And you can find the entire thing on YouTube. YouTube. It was. It yep. was better than Fan Four Stick too. <laughs> well, certainly more cohesive. Well, I don't think more cohesive. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's difficult to do. Boy, that guy fucked up his career real good after that one. <laughs> Trank. Yeah, he's done. I think he's done some stuff, but I mean, he'll never get like a major movie again. <clears throat> and four stick <laughs> the interesting thing is before the movie you know came out and canon went bankrupt there was actually plans to do a superman 5 so i watched the uh super you know i rave about this show all the time super void cinema they did a nice little documentary on superman 5 and they actually did the right thing they went and hired carrie bates to write it carrie bates a longtime superman writer uh-huh. right and they were going to, but again, they were going to cobble together another movie because they, they didn't have money. So they brought in a, an actual comic guy to do something with it. And they were going to do a death of Superman story yep. years before the actual death of Superman. Because again, they had this, they had this nuclear man scene sitting there and they're like, well, we can make a movie based around this. And they were just going to try to fart out another cheap shit movie. And then Golden Globus goes out of business and the rights revert to, to DC. Right. Or to Marvel, I tell Marvel. The whites revert to Warner Brothers. Or Warner Brothers. Yep. Yeah. And then we they should got... take this lost script of Superman Five and just turn it into a comic, and then just they sell totally it that should. way. That way, we finally get our story. In yeah. the in the early two thousands, <clears throat> you could access any script. Like it was easy to find these unproduced film scripts. Now they're a little bit harder because it's technically oh, I IP. I can't, I can't tell you how many Freddy versus Jason scripts I actually read sitting in high school. <laughs> It was Drew Scriptorama, man. It was the awesomest website. You could just go there and read anything. Like, that's where I read the first Star Wars, like the Star Wars. Like, it was so easy to access those things. And then they were, the story, do you know how much money Warner has spent on Superman movies that never got made? Nick Cage. <laughs> like Nicolas Cage, the 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 McG ones, the Brett the Ratner one. Like, there's they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this franchise that they can never figure out. And like one guy did it right one time and nobody's ever come close since. Like some people should, like Man of Steel, but they, they should give it to Marvel. Marvel would do a good Superman movie. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, if you hired Kevin Feige to produce a Superman movie, he would do oh. a good job of it because he would oh, get yeah. he would get how to do it. Well, Sony figured it out because Sony had the same problem. They're pissing money away on Spider-Man and we're like, fuck it, here you go, Kevin, do whatever. Oh, yeah. and, then and like, it works. Here's all this money. Go make Morbius. Oh yeah, people would want it for a long time. Oh, who should we get? Jared Leto. Uh. <laughs> Isn't he great as the Joker? 
Oh, <laughs> we're going to make so much money with Morbius. Can you believe these are conversations that people actually had and went, yes, yes, go with yes, it. Yes, these are, these are people that went to college for like 12 years that are just, you know, marketing experts. And they're like, what do people want? Well, I just, I just think that. I, I just think that the quality of the cocaine that they've been using is dropped in the last couple of decades. Oh, oh, and Warner definitely. It's been I think you're giving on. them too much credit. I think like it's too much exec- cut in it. These executives have no imagination or no vision of their own. They just think that if you put something on there that's, that's tangentially related to comics, it'll make money, despite mountains and years of evidence to the contrary. But this is the story of Sony. Yep. Yeah. And other and other places, not just Sony. You know. Warner will put Batman in anything. They'll put him and Scooby-Doo together. They don't give a shit. They've done that several times. And oftentimes Although it works it, out pretty well. I mean, I did like when they put the Ninja Turtles and Batman together. Okay, so that I was actually comic, pretty damn good. Right. Yeah. That cartoon so was really awesome. Well, the well, comic- it had its issues too, but, oh, but, man. but, but the, part, the parts of it that were good were good. And then they then they would do the pizza thing and you know batman doesn't smile and it was one of tinian's first books out like he was he was helping with snyder for a long time because he was under snyder in his writing group and then they sent tinian out to do his own thing he said i want to do batman and ninja turtles okay cool we're cool with it idw is cool with it and then he did it and it wasn't the greatest thing i've ever read it's no dark knight returns Hmm. but it is what it is. I mean, what can you really do with Batman and Ninja Turtles to make it, yeah. you know, a million copy seller besides put a foil cover on it with a fucking trading card in it in a fucking plastic bag? Yeah, yeah. the concept is decent. I mean, Shredder versus Batman, that is actually kind of a an interesting yeah. concept, but I don't I like know. The, I like the cartoon. I thought they did a really good job on that. I thought we it was should have got, I forgot, they, I forgot they put that out. That's yeah, a movie, it's actually, right? It's, yeah, yeah, the it's, animated movie, right? It's pretty good. I liked it's, it a lot, actually. A year ago. DC, DC does so many animated movies, I can't keep up. Hard to keep up. Yeah. It is hard to keep up with them. They they are starting to wobble, though. Like, it used to be that their animated movies were, were great hey. and Marvel sucked. And now, now they put out Batman Ninja and, you know, the Ninja Turtles hey. was okay, but it's just getting, like... We're getting, the league, we're getting the League of Super Pets, so they're right back on track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to make a lot of That'll money. That'll do it. That's gonna make a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's not it's it's marketed to kids. I mean, it's yep. gonna be a kids show, and yep, kids yeah, love talking. You can't animals. really screw that up much. Kids love talking animals. Kids love superheroes. You know, too much of the superhero genre is aimed at us, and not enough of it is aimed at kids. The next generation. This mm. is yeah, this is what you do. You get them next. Yeah, it's like drug dealing, man. You give them that first taste, and you hook them early. Yep. Isn't that, isn't that why they made Grogu in Mandalorian was for the kids? It wasn't for us, but we ended up just loving him so much that he's now just at that peak of like height of popularity. I, my, yeah, my, no. my 40 Grogu uh, dolls say, yeah, sure. It was, it was for the right, kids. It was man. a Thanksgiving how, float. So <laughs> compared so. to how many Jar Jar Binks dolls. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, yeah. I, I bought some of those too, just so I could burn them in effigies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, are we doing this again for Batman Forever? Oh, come on. I'm enjoying these talking about shit movies. And then Batman and Robin, of course, right? Got to do one, then the other. But you got to do... Say what you you want about Batman Forever. We got those cool-ass laser-cut glasses from uh, McDonald's. McDonald's, I I got got one. I got them in my house still. still. The whole set, they're at my mom's somewhere wrapped up. 
a lot of my right. Star it, Wars. Um, let's it, kick it, some ice. There, there was a uh, there was a cheeseburger that McDonald's that created specifically for that that actually wasn't terrible. So that's probably the most positive thing I could say for Batman Forever. But we think, hey, we can do a right. whole Batman series. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely got to do Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey having a screen showing competition. So much scenery oh, gets eaten. They hated each other. It's it comes across so clearly in the film. Oh like, my god! I've never like Tommy Lee Jones is usually so subdued in everything he does, and in this he's like he's like off the time. Like it's like he channeled Pacino for a minute or something. It's ludicrous, <laughs> man. Or or he got into their cocaine. <laughs> well, I mean I, that too. I mean, a Batman Returns is a Christmas movie, so it is. <laughs> Batman Returns is in fact favorite. a Christmas movie. Yes. You know, I haven't seen Batman Returns in a long time. I'm actually good with that. I'm actually, I recently watched all the Batman movies, and I found that I enjoy Batman Returns more than the original Batman. Because really? I okay. Put my, I, I put my nostalgia to the side and went for an overall film, and I was like, Batman Returns is a better movie. Dave, when- Dave, I think we have a concept here. Uh-oh. I think this is a good idea. All right. I'll Let's just do still- the Batman movies. All right. I'll just say Danny DeVito biting a fish is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on film. Fucking A, dog. Biting a person's nose. That's less weird Herbert than a fish. Penguin. Herbert Penguin is one of the greatest things in cinema. I don't care what anybody says. Mm. And he'll show her her flipper trick. Mm. I can't the believe cat, got away with that. The cat and the pussy jokes and just, oh my God, he got away with so much. And it was aimed at kids. Oh my God. Which is All why right. Tim Burton did not it. return. For Batman Forever. The censors Let's... back then were not very astute. No, they were. They were pissed, man. People were pissed when Batman Returns came out. Like, yeah. there's people on Oprah that were, like, angry about Batman yeah, I posted that video, didn't I? I, I think, think it did. did. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah, I where think I saw it. it. Yeah, this is, that was the thing. I totally think we should do the Batman movie, especially because I think it's a good idea to put, put the nostalgia away. Because I just today said that Batman 89 was a movie that, like, influenced me creatively and, like, culturally. Like, I love movies because of that movie and the way it made me feel. all right i would love to look at it with a visually you know, batman returns is better i, I buy it visually i buy that i mean i when i think about art direction stuff like that the batman Returns stuff sticks out to me way more than the original batman stuff yeah. all right well then there, there we go That's let's do it gonna do so let's, let's talk about bat- something else now <laughs> sorry dave are you trying to say something oh yeah, hawkeye it- sucks we like the show <laughs> oh oh yeah we never got we into hawkeye the, we, didn't, we didn't do hawkeye oh okay well, because you didn't, didn't watch it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Oh, I'll tell you what. My when we were in New Hope, we went to a comic book shop, and I was looking at the uh, Fraction Run that the show is based on, Hawkeye with the Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the book, and I'm like, "Oh, it's 45." We put it back. My girlfriend picked it up and bought it for me. So that's cool. Wow. I like to know what you think of that because I really like that run. It's actually probably my favorite Matt Fraction book, to be honest with you. Well, the thing is, I was thinking, oh, I want to read this before I watch, but it's like I already watched the first two episodes. So, so JD, you've already read what he's talking about because I don't know anything about Kate Bishop. I just know that I hate her. But I I would at least like, I'd at least like to give it some kudos for comic accuracy. So. Oh, I, I guess I'd be interested to. You sound I like love... Dave and Spider Gwen. <laughs> yeah, little little Dave and Spider Gwen issues coming on here. I'm, I'm, How I could you playing. hate Kate Bishop? <laughs> How could you hate Spider Gwen? Well, if we're not going to talk about it, the only Spider thing I'll tell you is listen Spider to Gwen's the Last Omega Level Nerd podcast, and I'll break it down why. Yeah, yeah one of my podcasts hates her, so I'm, I'm really, really okay. Yeah, wow. Ray I was, was on, on that. Right? Yeah, I was yeah. on that episode. I was not a fan of Kate. At all. Wow. Bunch okay. of misogynists here. 
I'm gonna go. I told you that. I told you that would be. See, <laughs> I told him. I said, "Watch, people are gonna attack us for being like anti woke or something." That's but no, funny. I literally hate the character. Like you're a rich. Uh, I I'm, I can't get into it. I mean, unless you want. She is to, rich. That is the character. She, yeah, she, she's she's, she's a, a Batman there, female. Right? Oh, and then I'm going to train in archery and martial That's, arts. And <laughs> that, that is the character of Kate Bishop. So I okay, well, I don't I like the it. character. I get no, I get, it. I get where you're coming from. That is the that's the character though. Yeah, I she, get it. She's Her the mother Marvel, is I even a, worse. He's the Marvel Green Arrow, right? That's she's actually more like Marvel's version. Marvel's version of Arrowette, no. to be quite frank. Clint Barton is cool. Kate Bishop sucks. I'm sorry. She's wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I she's just annoying. I don't know, and maybe it's the boomer in me. Like she's just like. She did nothing but create problems for Clint Barton. That's what this show is so far is watch this Boy, rich girl make problems for Clint Barton. I don't think that's a, I think that's how the I think that's okay <laughs> to be a, as a guy speaking okay. as a guy who does cre- who thinks creatively like I like those characters because like, they at the same at the same story time engines. you gotta have a yeah you gotta have a freaking plot device yeah, you know I think, there, is the plot. I think you're missing Otherwise, the point of the story is that she wants to be a hero and she keeps messing up. So that's going to be her arc, and then eventually she'll be the hero at the end. She doesn't want to be a hero. What 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 makes you think that she wants to be a hero? Because she wants to protect her family, like her father always wanted to. How is that a hero? That's just protecting your family. That's not going out and fighting crime and the jumpsuit mafia and all them other people. Wow. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna that did the tracksuit mafia have anything to do with her family? Oh, this is gonna no. She. Anyway, I'm so glad they're in, that they're in this show. To be honest. Yeah, the tracksuit track guys are great in the in the fraction run. So this is yeah, you've got to watch it. I think JD, I think you're going to really enjoy it. So we'll talk about it next week. Okay, when when we have when we have a and swordsman. I'm sorry, I just hate that character in general. Swordsman's on the show. Oh, cool. I like. I mean, I'm into it. I mean, he looks like Wario, it. but yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, Swordsman is kind of like the Wario of Hawkeye. So yes, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't remember his name when I was on a Omega level. Yeah, I, yeah. When we were we were actually talking about it, I did not remember he was Swordsman. Her mother is insufferable. I hate her. I just I don't. Clint's the only character I like, and they're annoying the <laughs> shit out of him. And I guess I'm just feeling. But if we didn't have the people annoying Clint, we would just have you know the Hawkeye Christmas special where we would just right. give yeah. gifts. And that's yeah, episodes. that's that's not good drama. You need people like those are story engines. Those are people like you need people that's, that piss you off. They get the story the, moving. That's the whole point of the story is he's yeah. trying to just enjoy his Christmas, and then things happen because she is a wannabe hero, and he gets sucked <laughs> into it because of. His connection because of the Ronin suit. And well, it he was so happened to be the greatest the archer suit. in the world. You meet your hero, who's also your greatest archer in the world, and you don't listen to a damn thing he said. I, I, you know, well, it's the boomer. The other, I get it. I get it. That's it's the, the other thing. She's, that is they made a point of showing she's not as good as as Hawkeye yet. Like yeah. they made a point of that right in the beginning to show she's good, but she's not as good as him yet. Like when she fell down, and he's just like, <laughs> it's just, I felt that yep. so much. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So there you so, go. Uh, I'm excited. I, I just show. think that they have they have a lot of fleshing out to do in the in the next four episodes. And, right, and there's only four episodes left. So make me right. not hate your character. Like nothing. In four really episodes. In yeah, it's day. only six episodes altogether. Right, but they're they like an hour long. They pulled the same shit in Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They saved everything for the last two episodes. Bang bang, and then you were like, ah, oh, that was good. I'm hoping they. That's can true. This, yeah. 
I'm really hoping. I mean, Loki kind of left you hanging. Like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? Here, I don't really care what's gonna happen next. I was so next. bored. I just oh, I was so angry. Oh, yeah, when I saw that the watch, second episode was when, an hour long. I was like, oh. I think I think we've beaten this can of worms here. Um, yeah, I don't want. to. So I there you go. The can of worms into a dead horse. So. Open up. I watch on a dead horse. <laughs> when I watch a what a visual. Show, I want to see. Okay. Yes, when I watch I Loki, I want to see Loki. Okay. When I watch WandaVision, I want to see Wanda. Don't Wait, call it Hawkeye. You're also, Ray, did you read the, did you read the Fraction Hawkeye? Were you, were you I have the trade stuff? somewhere. It's somewhere in this house. I swear it's somewhere. So that was kind of, that was the kind of what the trade. Fraction was too, is he's just Clint not really being Hawkeye. Uh-huh. Just kind of being a dude, you know, dealing with mm-hmm. like. Stupid. I mean, they've already established the MCU. He wants to retire. He doesn't want to. Keep doing. Yeah, he's this. like deaf now. He's Murtaugh. You know, he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose that hearing aid at some point. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And then Kate's gonna have to learn sign language. That was an episode. They did. A, they, or they, well, actually, they did an issue in sign language. And of course, the villain uh, or the main person right pulling the all. strings is deaf and using sign language. So, well, the main person other than swordsman. But is it gonna be Maya Maya Lopez or Echo? Is that who? Is that the villain? Yeah, it is Echo, and she's Echo. Her, like, I haven't watched. She's getting her own series too. She's yeah. gonna have her own Marvel series. Huh. Yeah. Why? I'm gonna give it a chance. I don't know. Just... <laughs> that's different. That, that's Black not, Widow. That, that's not Black Widow was that that uh, mind blowing that we have to have an Echo series? Come on. It was not mind blowing. No, I, I watched the first 20 minutes and I'm like, I'll come back to it later. Guess what? That was a month. You know ago. what? <laughs> Red Guardian is a guilty pleasure of mine. I, He's good. I... David Arbor's fun. David with old dig- was with the aggression. <laughs> I love to. Know, I would love to. Th- there's another movie there of who the guard Red Guardian is fighting. When he talks about fighting Captain America. Yeah, because like, he obviously never did. Yeah, like is he full of shit or is there another Captain America? And I feel like there's something we could dig into. He could have. He could have fought Captain America uh, because Captain America went back in time. It could have been Captain America, or it could have been like in the MCU and the M the six one six. Excuse me. There's. Other Captain Americas, right? He's frozen. So there's well, a lot. We learned about stuff. one in Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Right. We I mean, I love Riley, but there's also Jeff Mace, there's William Naslin, like there's you know Hate Monger, like there's a lot going on that they could tap into. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm, I'd like to see more of that. Scarlett Johansson. I'm done with her. Like I'm done with Natalia. She's done. Man, I don't, I don't blame you. Know. All right. Maybe speaking of being back for the second. speaking of being done, I think uh, that's a good place to put a pin in this conversation. No, and the pin was Superman's hair. Oh my gosh! And yes. was in fact Superman's hair. So on that note, let's let's go around and let's get some recommendations for our audience. And you guys can plug your shows one more time. And we'll start with uh, you, Don. Yeah. So recommendations. It's a little show on Netflix that I really like. I'm annoyed that there's not any seasons past season three. It's Enter the Badlands. I had a friend that worked uh, on that show. He loved it. Yeah, I I really like that show a lot. I'm just upset and going slow because I know there's not, it doesn't continue. But I I really do like that show a lot. So uh, go check that out if you like sword fighting and uh, apocalyptic worlds and and that such. As far as my show, guys, yeah, Omega Level Nerds on YouTube. Just search Omega Level Nerds or go to uh, Twitter and follow us at Omega Level Nerds. YouTube profile, uh, YouTube uh, link will be in the profile. And uh, I got my own Twitter at DSquare72. Which you can find my comics and gaming boomer YouTube link on there as well. So check that out. I'm really just trying to get to 100 subscribers. So any anyone that could help me do that, I'd very much appreciate it. All right, Ray. 
Gorilla Brain Podcast. The end. No. Uh, <laughs> he was on the last insane. Omega Level Nerds podcast, so you can check him out there as well. Yeah, I was on the last episode. Go check out Omega Level Nerds. We talk about Hawkeye. It was a lot of good fun. Actually, we had an entire episode after the episode, but we didn't record that. That was fun. No, no, uh, that was so, just yeah, us can, being kin, kin folk. Indeed. So, yeah, you can catch me on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, wherever you catch your podcast, man. If you like the uh, Mystery Science 3000 type uh, commentaries, then come on and have a little bit of fun. I'm always trying to be entertaining as a motherfucker. So definitely come by. Come by the Twitch channel at 8BitRay on the Twitch and uh, watch me play games and make a fool out of myself. Love that, too. Yeah, so catch me on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod and get at me if you have anything to say to me. I will reply. I will reply and I will make you cry. <laughs> okay. All righty then. JD, any recommendations? Yeah, I was on over the weekend in one of the Facebook groups I'm 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 in. Somebody posted the the entirety of the WKRP in Cincinnati turkey drop. Oh my uh, god! I hadn't seen it in probably 15 years, and I watched the episode again. Sweet Jesus, is that funny? Like I was in tears. It is. They just we were talking about that. Over don't make them like that dinner. anymore, it, dude. It is so. It's the show's like 40 some years old. It's still hilarious. So I went back and As, I, I watched a couple of them on YouTube and. Man, that show's aged great. WKRP in Cincinnati from the late 1970s. And then, uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. As God is my witness, I, I thought, thought Turk Turks could fly. fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thanksgiving, that, that the clip of, of that one scene gets passed around. It does. It, it still does. works. It really does. It's hilarious. And the new WKRP in Cincinnati was really bad. I didn't even I know there was a new doubt one. It. They brought it back in the early 90s with French Stewart. It's abysmal. Yeah. Don't watch that. Okay. All right, Prince John. Stewart is abysmal. Yes, uh, it is. So, uh, two, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Two, two anime re- recommendations. One is the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world. There, there you go, JD. That's the whole title. Yes, I love this shit. Um, that, but uh, yeah, it's about the world's finest assassin who get finally finally gets killed and then gets reincarnated with a mission on another world with magic and he gets to keep all of his original skills and and memories so like he's and train his assassin in this other world too so it's actually really really good the the writing is is good enough where you're like you know basically the main character is doing everything you think you should do as as that you know to get everybody on your side and do what you need to do so there's that one and then there's the faraway paladin that it's it's incredibly it's one of the best written animes i've seen in a long time and it's a very interesting premise so i would i would go try that one out too all right well I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by our good friend D Square and so much more. And I will recommend I'll recommend Hawkeye because we're definitely gonna be talking about it some more next week. Can we get and, another pick? <laughs> and I'm gonna give a pre-recommendation. You know to, kids listen to this show, right? What? You know kids Kid? listen to this show, right? Yeah. You're recommending Hawkeye to the kids. That's that's fucked up, Dave. Oh, <laughs> it's good. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I also have a pre-recommendation because I haven't watched it yet. Get back 
the the Beatles documentary is available on Disney Plus streaming, and I will be watching that tomorrow since we're not recording. To, we're recording a day early, so tomorrow night I'll be watching that. And yes, I recommend checking it out. Oh, and probably you should catch up on the Batman movies because JD's all excited now. <laughs> on, that, on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for listening, and don't let you keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.